Hello everybody and welcome to WTS191. My name is Danny Murray. I'm Graham Merrigan. How are you, Danny? I am absolutely I was gonna say tremendous, but I'm not Graham, I'm wrecked. <laughs> I'm absolutely wrecked this week, man. Yeah, I'm tired myself. One nine one, Jesus. One nine one and that's what's aging me, I think, Graham. We're getting on in our podcasting years. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Man. If podcasting, well, I, I like to think podcasting is like dog years, so we've been at this a long time now. And, it, and it's, it's a, uh, oh, I forget, I forgot what I was going to say, I completely went yeah, blank that's, yeah. See, that's another sign. Oh, I, was, I was going to say it's a tiring hobby sometimes. There you go. Yeah, late nights, long hours. Yeah. All, the, all that dedicated research we do. Absolutely. <laughs> dedicated research. I think, <laughs> I think in our in our 200 plus episode run we've done research maybe twice for a, for a, a guest that's the beauty of it that's what we want that's it waffles tangents bizarre whatever we can get we'll take um essentially. that's what we got this week <laughs> yeah this this week so look look right brexit we we had a while ago we had joe shay on and we tried to talk about brexit and and we discovered that we can't talk about brexit because we don't know enough about it for a start but if we get somebody who does know about it, we can. But as is the habit with this podcast, we start off saying, this is what we'll talk about. But the conversation gets interesting as we talk. So we end up saying, hang on, what you just said sounds interesting. So let's talk about that instead. So this week we wanted to talk about Brexit, but it ended up talking about uh, digital diplomacy. We did talk a bit about Brexit. We also talked about the normalization. What was it, the normalization process? That yeah, fascinated yeah. me. That was that yeah. was fascinating, and it's you know, I don't like that normalization shit. No, nobody does. Nobody does, and and it's that kind of thing where, look, it, basically the rise of Trump, the rise of Boris Johnson, those kind of things where people say mad shit that everybody knows is wrong, that everybody knows is a lie, but everybody just goes along with it. He's like, yeah, all right, and nobody questions it. That's the normalization process. It's but, normalization, and we see it over here with Fine Gael where they might say something out of hand, and they'll never, and and even with Johnson and Trump. Uh, they'll never apologise. I love, I love how you, I love how you've just made a tenuous link to Fine Gael being the same as Trump and Johnson. Radker, Radker is though. For, ah no, look, I'm no overly over Radker fan, but come on now. Ah, he is, hundred percent, he is. You just have Leo, to, you have to listen to his comments there about direct provision during the week to know that he's, he's of the same ilk of the two boys. No, I'm gonna. There's, there's an extreme difference there in terms. That's of my what, opinion, and I sit by. But your your opinion is based on lies, then. It's not based on lies. It is, hang on. So when okay, when has Leo Varadkar <laughs> ever been sacked from a national newspaper for being proven ah, no, to lie? We're not talking about when, previous jobs. I'm talking about the context in which their statements are made and their statements are normalized. Trump makes statements and then they're normalized. Uh, Johnson makes statements, they're normalized. Varadkar's makes statements and then people are kind of going like, is the comments about direct provision? where he ba- basically admitted that they don't have to be here. You know, that's normalizing the situation. And then you have people saying, oh, but he's actually right. You have people saying about Johnson, yeah, he's actually right. When you think about it, he's a, none, the three of them are buffoons, and the three of them are of, of all the same ilk. And that's just my opinion. I'm not talking okay. about their background, or I'm talking about the statements that they make. Okay. Uh, that where they're, they can be hurtful statements, and do you know what it is? Treating them like human empathy, in my opinion. Okay, I'll I'll accept that. Thank you. I won't need to go all John Berko and show order at you now. 
<laughs> yeah, and only, that bell end's being normalised as well. Dude, John Berko. Yeah, he's a bell end. John Berko is not a bell end. I won't have a bad word said about him. Absolutely. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> the big elitist bell end. Would that you stop is. out of that, man? He's the only I, one with a bit Dr. of manners Fury, on them. I'd seen Dr. Ellie tweet the other day. I think she said she fancied him or something. It's like, oh, yeah, here, just, stop yeah. the world. I want to get off. What are you talking about, man? He's 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 single-handedly almost putting manners on that box of frogs that is British Parliament. Yeah, British Parliament's mad. It's like, look, we go to the podcast. Um, yeah, do you know what? There's somebody, there's so, yeah, exactly. There's somebody who has far more knowledge and far more wisdom and, and everything else about that. So let's just go to our guest this week. We're delighted this week uh, to bring Dublin's own Dr. Jennifer Cassidy to us at Story Podcast. Um, some people may have seen Jennifer doing the rounds lately on, you know, little things like BBC, <laughs> Sky News, you know, just those little media things, unlike this multi-award-winning podcast that me and Graham hosting that, right, Meryl? <laughs> That's it. Um, Dr. So much, Jennifer, Jennifer Cassidy, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. And yeah, even when you say it back, I still can't believe anytime I get a call, I'm like, you sure you want me? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, just so we're clear, you've got the right person. We're good. Okay. So moving on. And they're like, mm. one of my comments to BBC Newsnight was, but what if I become a meme? And she was like, what? She's like, that's the first time I've ever heard that. I was like, no, it's a serious concern. I was like, what if I become a meme? That was one of my, the first show I ever went on, like live. I was like, if I say something wrong, I'm a meme. Yeah, Yeah. like you could be a good meme. For everyone. You could be a good meme. And that I would be more than happy with. But like the chances of a good meme, like let's be real on a political issue. Yeah, exactly. So I chanced it anyway. So when you went on to Newsnight, I was like, and I didn't become a meme. So that's top of the CV. Success. Went on Newsnight, did not become a meme. So, yeah. Well, let, let's hope then we can get through this one relatively yeah. unscathed as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, that was not a challenge to anyone, <laughs> by the way, like to make me a meme. Again, um, that was not a challenge. It was more of a leave me alone, like leave Britney alone. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deadly. So right. So so to give people a bit of context, in you yeah. are um, based in Oxford University. Yeah. Um, and but look, there's a little thing going on at the moment that everyone's aware of called Brexit, which uh, mm-hmm. you know, heard of it. Think I heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 it's kind of taken up some of the headlines. Yeah. Um, so obviously being Irish and, and living mm. in Britain, there's a particular yeah. type of context for you. But yeah. to, to give before we get into all that, to give people an idea then, kind of yeah, what, yeah. what's your background? Yeah, okay. Uh, background is in how did I get here? <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Much. Um, like, so it's all started back in the year. I'm like, no, I won't be going that far. Like, full, full on James Joyce, like, like Ulysses. Like, everyone's like, and we're switching off today. Mm-hmm. So, no, uh, long story, relatively short. All my family are nothing to do with academic politics. I've never, I'm, I have nothing to do. I had never, never, I'm not assigned to any political party in Ireland or in England, never even signed. Uh, in a in university, a UK pamphlet or anything like that. So uh, I was always going to do violin, um, uh, be a violinist. Uh, that's really my, where my family's uh, based. We were all on music scholarships uh, at 
I'm, I'm presuming I can say the name because I'm only giving good context at a brilliant school called uh, Wesley, Co- Wesley College. But we were there because of the music, because it's a fantastic music program. Um, and absolutely loved the school. But for that, I got a lot of... So that coupled with the fact that I went on to... I went on, did uh, violin for a year, got a back injury, won't go into that. Then I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't open school books. That's not my thing. To quote one of my teachers, and I've already given, as I said, you know, I can't give enough praise, Wesley. But to quote one of my teachers, when she saw me give a speech, when she's like, now, Jennifer, no offense. But I just never saw this coming. (laughs) 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 And I was like, look, it was all a plot twist for everyone. So you're fine you're good like no one saw it coming you're you're fine um but then i yes i did history and politics knowing knowing absolutely knowing nothing about it and i remember i went to the first political uh tutorial uh in trinity and everyone was like let us not forget about still remembers to on college green i can even remember the smell let's not forget about the dictatorship in nicaragua in 1994 it's like first of all where the hell is nicaragua in my head i'm like second of all what dictatorship like there's like what did i was like i had no idea what was going on and i was just so intimidated i was like never went back to one i i will admit this it's, it's fine i never went back to one tutorial i was just so intimidated uh but just goes to show as i said like i it was all quite a but with that said and then i got like had a really few amazing mentors uh lectures in, in, in politics and they there's they steered me or i've always had a kind of relatively strong gut i would say and like what i like to go into or learn about and it's never been like this direct path um so i ended up then the mass in oxford but you know i was saying i think i was um i was saying a, a few days ago that because of the term and i was like actually in hindsight i was like they had a lot of evidence for this but obviously you know the term west british like that's thrown around everyone was calling me west british like and i was like actually and i was like look back now i'm like to be fair if you saw either cons, I would actually like I'd give you that one. Like if you saw if you didn't know behind like the re- like reasoning, I'm like, yeah, you did have a fair point there. I get it. Like, um, so up till I'd say maybe two years ago, even a year ago, it was always West Brit, like West Brit, West British. And you know, it didn't come up too much, but now it's like I got asked the other day, like on an interview with NPR they're like and you have Republican ties I'm like well this has swung like quite rapidly and you know my views have not changed in the slightest it was all like my views have not changed in the absolute slightest I would like ask anyone from my you know political class like uh, political class in you know in, in college or university the narrative has not changed at all but it just swung from like this West Brit to this you know you know but I'm like, no, no, I've always been speaking the same same narrative. So it's just interesting to see how it is. But yeah, as I said, um, no offense, Jennifer, I never saw this coming. Like no one saw it coming, but that's how I ended up there um, at, or here. And yeah, I stayed, did my, did my, worked in diplomacy for a few years. That was fun. Um, yeah, I was going to say, so when you say you worked in diplomacy, what, yeah. what, what was your role in that? Yeah, so I got a 
a contract with Ireland's mission to the UN in New York. Um, I obviously won't speak too much about the ins and outs of that for diplomatic <laughs> reasons. Uh, but one thing to note, I do think, which is, you know, I don't think people realize that the General Assembly in New York and its heads of state week uh, this week or the next week coming up, that's when all the heads mm -hmm. of state speak. But it's an alphabetical order. So it goes Iran, Iraq, Ireland, Israel. It's quite the sandwich. Quite. <laughs> and me, as young as, you know, like like bushy-eyed. I'm like, why can't we all just get along? Like, I don't see what the problem is. Like, like, Funnily enough, yeah. they, they are all Graham's favourite countries. Yeah. Enough. Oh, well, noted. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that must have been intimidating, was it? No, well, I was the most junior of junior, you know, and just, I was like, so great, like, I was so grateful, uh, you know, to, to, to get the job. And I had an absolutely phenomenal experience there like i would have stayed uh, uh, there like if if it wasn't if diplomacy wasn't a rotating um you know job i would have stayed there but the united nations in my opinion the general assembly is very very much political theater um because my next posting was then in the european diplomatic service in phnom penh so that was all like well, physically on the ground at Phnom Penh. Um, and I worked two or three days a week on the Khmer Rouge tribunals um, and the rest back in the embassy on human rights issues in the region. And that is where the work gets done. Well, not so much in the tribunals, but that is another podcast in itself. Uh, I, was listening, I was listening back to one of your other po uh, po podcasts uh, today and you mentioned Pol Pot. And I, and I even burst out laughing and I was like, I should not be laughing. Like, because like having sat in tribunals, because you said he could be on the show and be like, you know what, Mary's in the audience like and you're six six cousin removed like said something like that and i was like like it's brilliant like and i was roaring laughing and i was like okay shouldn't be laughing but still um <laughs> but uh that's the late late show for you yeah yeah i was yeah. like it's your set you know and she lives in connemore or like where you know where you say it was brilliant like i was like okay that was extremely smart and my friend was like why are you laughing i was like oh it's a long story it cannot be given without, like background to this um but that's where policy gets done like on the ground like very very much so uh the 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 it's very it's a lot their policy of course gets done at, at, at in new york but it's more politically i would say and then i returned to our uh back to ivy house in in dublin when ireland had the presidency of the eu uh or the council of the european union for 2013 and chair chairmanship of the oc chairmanship of the oc for 2012. um and then the option really was you know to stay or it's a lifestyle choice diplomacy, right? Like you'll have yeah. to be back in IBS for you know every four years, and you don't you know you don't know where you're going. And this is nothing to do with the Irish Foreign Service. This is this is a matter of foreign service you go into. This happens all over. So I just wasn't, yeah, I didn't think that lifestyle choice was you know for me. Um, and then so I said. So then I came back to Oxford, did the PhD there on digital diplomacy, which people said was not a thing, and I was like. You could be right, but we'll go with it. And then the last year, my PhD Trump came along. I'm like, yeah, it turns out it's a massive thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then I've been here ever since uh, lecturing and yeah. So so definitely a qualified background then to talk <laughs> to two, two lads like me and Mero who, you know, breeze through life <laughs> with knowledge that's, you know, Stop a, 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 a mile wide and an inch deep. Um, <laughs> So the, the digital diplomacy thing. Yeah. So essentially, is that trying to distill the madness of something like Twitter? 
Yeah, so my pity in a nutshell was how diplomats use social media during times of political crisis. Mm. And bear in mind, as I said at the time, like no one believed it was a thing. But in the General Assembly, which I can't, as I said, get into, but I yeah. remember there was a number of times where I was like, again, I would have become a meme. If if Twitter and if Twitter and Facebook had been uh, been allowed being used in the whole time, I would have been a meme or not hired in any international organization ever again. So uh, you know, like people make mistakes, and I'm glad they're not like trending. And you're like, oh, I didn't mean to do that first day in the job kind of thing. Um, so I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Um, so. To be revealed in the memoirs, like who's ever going to read my memoirs? Like, and who says memoirs? That's not a thing. I was anyway, gonna, I was going to say that is definitely <laughs> the fanciest way I've ever heard that word pronounced. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. I said it, and I just, and then I immediately went up. Who says memoirs? Like, I'm judging myself. Like, for the people, for our mates in Ballybrack who are listening, that's judgment starts from yeah, and I and I will say judgment starts from within. Like, I highly <laughs> judge myself for saying that, and I will carry that shame with me. For the next 48 hours, don't you worry. So, my memory book. If you listen back, Merlo says things like cul de sac on a regular basis, so don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> and then I immediately, like, I people say that I, I sometimes say to my students, Oh, sorry, I just narrate myself, so you can just tune me out sometimes. Like, like I narrated myself there. I was like, Memoirs. I was like, Who says memoirs? Like, narrating myself. So, yeah, um, at least I catch it. I do say it, that's but true. I, I, that's, but I, I, that's true. so with one, when one door opens, another closes, but why, how did we end up with my memoirs? Oh, yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> this happens, tangents. Um, we, we were saying about uh, digital diplomacy. Yes. Uh, okay. Like that. that took a, quite a turn into my memoirs. Yeah. Mem- why do I keep repeating it? This is, I need, <laughs> the cone of shame needs to be like on me now. Um, so digital, it, w- it was not allowed in the hall. You could accept, and I will not name the ambassador. One time, I saw an ambassador a few, a good few rows in front of us, just playing Angry Birds on the iPad, just swinging. And I was like, and everyone was like highly and like highly, even myself. I'm like, oh, he's so close there. Like, and there was like a full speech being given. Like, so that's why I'm like, read the news with caution because, you know, the way like neurosurgeons or, or medical doctors or you know when you hear things about security council or eu negotiation talks you know you almost see these people as demigods so to speak you know because yeah, yeah. you almost i'm just like oh no like i don't know whether i ever wanted to know this maybe you're like i wish i still saw them as demigods to a point particularly like with medicine but i'm like with medical doctors i wish i saw them as demigods because but unfortunately that whole experience of you know, having having studied then and political science and diplomacy for five years, and I know, okay, it's five, like only quote unquote five years, but you know, really knowing about it and then seeing it, you're like, oh no, like yeah, that's, yeah. there's a lot to be said for the whole. You're always better off known or not known how yeah. the magic it, is done. It, yeah. Like yeah, or, or not done. Like yeah, yeah. Or, it's a lot better to watch if you don't know how they've done the magic. Like yeah, like. Um, exactly. And like just seeing the angry birds, I'm not saying this is like a general statement, like a cross, but for seeing that, I was like, and then you see on the news, like all these reports of, you know, the Security Council met today, like, and everyone's like transfixed. I'm like, yeah, okay. But like at the uh, end of the day, 
Yeah, like, but, but the Angry Birds were not one. Like, footnote, like, imagine, like, Security Council met, but the Angry Birds game was lost, unfortunately. Like, <laughs> just just for me and Mero, and yeah. this won't be audio, this video only. Yeah. Blink once if it was France, and twice if it wasn't. <laughs> All right, we're not revealing if that was once or twice, lads. But... Yeah. You'll never, you, you, you wouldn't guess it. And it, it's not, there's, the, there's it's not of... the Security Council, by the way. I'll make oh, that clear. Okay. No, right. no, it was the General Assembly. So you're guessing for 193 countries. Oh, uh, okay, right. Yeah, then this yeah. would be a long game if we were. Yeah, yeah. Oh it. God, I would have revealed way too much. Hence, like <laughs> one in five guys. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. They're like Jennifer, you went too far there. So, so yeah. Did, yeah. With him. Um, you know, you know when with, you're so with, with the there, whole. Oh yeah, sorry. I was no, gonna no, say, no. you know, when you're, you you see uh, a diplomat mm-hmm. um, playing Angry Birds, like. Do you think there's a sense of attitude there of uh and uh, do you think it's just the the attitude he had is almost like Trumpism in that I've got other people to do this job so I don't need I don't need to listen here. I'll just feed the information all my uh diplomats will feed me. And I think it really depends on the like who in, I don't want to say in his defense, someone playing Angry Birds in the General Assembly, you know, like, it doesn't really play out too well for me. I'm like, but, you know, it does very much depend on the topic I play, it, like, who's speaking, you know, who's speaking, what is being said. It's not just the ambassador sitting, like, as I said, I was the most junior of of, of thing, and, like, a lot of it would have been note-taking and reporting back. There's no way he should have been playing Angry Birds, like, and fully on show, like, fully on show, playing it back. There's no way he should have been playing Angry Birds. But I think, again, had it been an ambassador, had it been a head of state, had it been, like, a certain topic, we're talking a different story. But I think what, for me, it highlighted was the human nature of it. Like, look, we all get bored and work, like, well... Yeah, I, uh, I do. Like, like, love you, yeah. Oxford, but like, like we all, like, like we all, we we do, we all get bored and work. He was obviously bored, but again, little shouldn't have been showing it up. So everyone's like, no, you missed it. Like, so, but it does show the human aspect to it. It was a Friday, I believe. Like, you know, very much a human thing. Um, yeah, and that's definitely. and that's scary to think about, you know, and and but that also. Particularly, I don't want to, I just from personal experience this year with the medical, like it scares me so much that I don't trust, I don't have a demigod status for anyone. Um, And I don't, but I also think it's very good for people to, it also takes away the smoke and mirrors of diplomacy, which we call it, you know, which it used to be like, oh, no one knew what was going on. Um, And also for people to recognize that, you know, there are these people that, are humans too and we don't always have to trust what they say and we can critique and we can speak up and just because we mightn't have a certain education or be an expert doesn't mean you know we can't say you know for example my mom came out and she wrote mom saying it well she might apologies mother she won't she won't like i've said it before she said in summer i'm just going to come out and say it what on earth is the backstop like and and i was like you know but people are afraid to speak up because they have full-time jobs like they're like as i said none of my family are like in politics or academia they're full-time jobs they're looking after their families they don't have time to read like i'm a politics lecturer so that's my physical job to read to know this you know like i should know this but 
not everyone has the time or interest and that's fine but what you what is not fine is not having you know politicians representing the best interests of your country but i think the this uh, this smoke and mirrors stops people speaking out and then it creates just only the louder voices who think they know everything or have the facts wrong and actually leads to like i think like a reduction in the democratic process because people want to be involved but they're intimidated for so many reasons which could be a separate podcast all entirely you know yeah yeah i was just going to say about brexit when yeah. was it when was it that not uh, when did it start coming into your psyche where you were thinking right this is actually this is messed up oh like i know the exact like exact moment so i said this year to my friend twitter is actually a really powerful tool and she said didn't you do an entire phd on it and i said you do bring a good point to the table um (laughs) i said but I've only really been using it for like properly using it for the year. The rest was all like data collection and like, like for, for the PhD and you just really in the embassies and, and, and aspects. So I think like my following was like a thousand people this time last year. It's I, I don't know. I'm not trying to check my phone, but something oh, definitely something like a, over 65, something like that, which is madness in a year. But it all started from 67.7. After oh, a well, quick look. Oh well, look where are you. the 6.7? Come on, the next point three. Like look at but, you, huh? yeah, but all in a year, and it was because of this. Well, this was one of the starter moments when and i need to take a breath and be when people used to say and you call yourself a diplomat i'm like no read the words former diplomat like former this is why diplomacy did not fit my style because i have to be speaking out like um diplomacy like clearly as as i said lecturing it i think it's a valuable and needed (laughs) institution but was not for me um the uh I, because for example, I could never have commented this comment, which kicked it all off and where I was like, oh no, 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 no. So during the referendum, I didn't really speak out too much about it because you know what? Article 50 exists for a reason. Maybe even like an unpopular opinion, so to speak, but you, you can leave, like you've every right to leave. A country has every right to leave, you know, article 50, which states you can leave the European Union isn't there for the laugh you know you should be allowed say i'm going like that's and i think that's something that the uk government i always like to make the distinction between westminster and the uk like westminster when my head is not the uk people who have like wow be just been my i'd be lost without like <laughs> like so many of the friendship groups and like the alliances here but um when the comment came out from Priti patel about uh, oh, why don't we just like have stop food shortages? Oh, that was it. God, that was yeah. that was my and I, I didn't let's say in diplomatic terms use my Interact. voice. Yeah, it might use my voice during the referendum because yeah. I'm like, look, it, it is for a reason. Let's like let's see how this like plays out. But then when the border thing came in, I literally my head. Oh, I was like, oh hell no. I was like, and now we're in it and we are here welcome like so once that i'm like look you can leave and like i will still be what is still being critiquing the policies like for uk citizens and all the damage that it will do but 
you know, you are not wrecking this country. Like you're not taking us yeah. down with you. Like, no, 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 no. So when she said that, she's, I sent out a tweet. I still remember it was like eight. I think I sent out like eight in the morning, which is like quite theory for me. Um, and like not a fan of the morning. So it's just a side note, but like, um, like things to know, random facts to know. Um, but I sent it out and I was like, I, I can't quite remember the, the thing now, but it just took off like I've never seen anything take off rightly so but like I don't know why mine was taken off I never thought I'd something like I've never thought I'd read this in in in, you know my lifetime and like Simon Coveney comment on a hosier who actually was in college with me but but I'm still like oh I didn't know him he commented so like like I had no idea like yeah I was like we knew each other actually from college but still I was like wow but so many people like it just and then I was like how is this happening and so for me when that comment I talk about the normalization process a lot and like you can see it not just in Brexit you can see it in Trump and like I hope that well thank god we you know we saw positive results in Ireland like the last years in a number of of issues positive results that like that I stand um with the um the normalization process is happens so slowly and so but has such huge implications that when that tweet was or that comment was made by pretty patel i was like okay now we focus on the reaction the fact that there was no apology the fact that no one in westminster even commented on it i was like oh okay and we have we are beginning the normalization process and that just start like you've just seen it like the amount of stuff i guess was like i screen i was like screenshotted a few of them the other day someone said don't read someone said don't read those comments and i was like i can't believe they actually didn't affect me but someone had retweeted saying i will never <laughs> i can't believe i'm saying this you can totally keep this in by the way i will never get over the fact that jennifer cassidy is a lecture at the university politics at the university of oxford and i was like in my head i'm like i'll never get over it either so jokes on you like <laughs> so and he was he's like she holds such a biased opinion you know twitter does it like lead to you having these really because you can't have like these footnotes right like yeah but there were all these comments saying like oh but she's irish that explains everything I was like, well, loving this bigotry journey for us. I tr- I retweeted that. I was like, loving this bigotry journey for the Irish. Like, whatever about... And I then I commented under it. And we actually had quite a polite discussion then afterwards. Like, I commented under saying, you are more than welcome to attend any of my lectures. I said, anytime. Like, anytime. And I said, express your view and see how I interact with my students. Like, I had a number of Leaf students. And actually, we had very good... I said to him like discussions because they're doing the argument as I always say like there's a difference between the pub conversation of international relations and the academic so in my class like I just will not I, ha- I have to allow the academic in the academic one you do the argument like yeah. you can't just give me your opinion so like if you're giving me opinion on any subject I'm going to be critiquing you but if you're doing the argument like so many of my students were doing even if I don't agree with it like you're getting good marks like as simple as that um when, when you talk about the normalization process yeah and then you're, you're giving the examples of kind of you know blatant obligatory uh, being directed yeah. towards you and many other Irish people oh, so well, many yeah 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 and and we've seen it with trump as well this this yeah. process of things that you know as as 
recently as 10 years ago if somebody said it they'd be like oh hang on hang on yeah yeah but now this this build up and and i mean like even if you look at the stephen yaxley lennon types out there the yeah. stuff that they're saying and how much of a concern is the normalization process in terms of media landscape just seem to be ignoring it you know it is huge it is a huge huge concern and like I'm always always wary of linking this and then people saying of what I'm about to link it, but I will do it. But are people saying you can't make that link? I'm, I'm okay. So the link. I'm not saying these people are fascist. This is the massive caveat. I'm not saying that in any. And mm. and I need to make that extremely clear. Like there's a long way to go until. I would call anyone like a fascist and there's a long way to go. I would ever use a comparison to a dictator that of in the 1920s and 30s. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to now butcher her second name because I butcher any second name that is foreign. I always say to my students, I'm sorry. Languages is just not my skill. Like, um, but Hannah, I've tweeted about her a lot. Hannah or yeah, I can't even say it. There you go. Um, our, Arnan, someone tried to teach me like 20 times. She was like 20 times repeat, repeat, repeat. Arnan, so A, I will spell it A or E N D T. So she explains this nor like if anyone just wants, if you just put her name into Google and say quotes, mind blowing. Like it will, it will explain. She was a so she was a political thought. She escaped Nazi Germany. Um, was the main uh. There's also a Netflix film on it as well, side note. But she looked at the bureaucratization of the Holocaust. Again, I am not in any way making these links. But if you look at how she discussed the normalization process and how people get to where they are, it, it is shockingly real. Now, I said this is a huge spectrum. I am in no way saying this i can't i can't like you know stress that enough but her yeah. quotes about how it happened i always remember sitting in history class i like still remember we learning and we were learning about the holocaust and i just remember saying good old junior search but like in junior search class going how and i just kept repeating how 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 like how did this happen and you know the teacher was just you know no one has an answer really and but her, but the only person that really does have an answer is this political philosopher and mm. if anyone just wants to like as i said google like she talked about fake news well before fake like trump like she's she, she died like quite a number of years ago but like yeah. you know she completely writes about um i it's actually worrying that i can quote this like you can cut it out if you don't but like this is about this is her quote about fake news and um and totalitarian regimes says um the ideal subject of totalitarian rule is not the convinced communist or the ardent nazi it, it, but it, it is the person for whom the distinction between truth and falsehood and fact and fiction no longer exist end quote okay like yeah I, yeah so if she's basically saying that, like, if you make what Trump has done and what, you know, Nigel Farage certainly has done, saying that, like, no, there can be two truths, like alternative facts. Mm. Remember Kellyanne Kamwai? Well, it's an alternative, alternative fact. Facts. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what Hannah's actually saying, saying if you exist, create a world where there's such a thing, alternative facts, you're gone. 
because everything mm. is real and everything is not real. But it's it, it's exactly what she's saying because that's why they can get away with it. Yeah. And it starts with this normalization process. Like, you know, the truth is not the same as that's, a lie. Yeah. And and that's something then that 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 almost segues perfectly yeah. into uh, the the current resident of Number Ten Downing Street, who yeah. is uh, you know. He, he wouldn't be film. too far off. To say the least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be too far off the uh, the whole, oh no, yeah, no, that, 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 that truth that you're saying isn't the truth that I meant. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like even Trump called him like Britain or like a Britain's Trump. Like Trump, also yeah, how, yeah. how much of a narcissist you have to be to be like, oh, he's Britain's Trump. Like not just yeah, like yeah. the prime, like even I'm yeah. like disliking, of course, not of course, <laughs> but like, I mean, well, everyone knows my views from Twitter. So even like he couldn't even say like Bar- like Britain's, um, you know, uh, uh, Britain's Trump, but very much of the same tactics. And, and you know, that's why it was also so shocking when it came out that Steve Bannon had written one of Boris Johnson's speech. It's the exact same tactic. If you can create like, you know, the phrase, oh, it looks like we're just on two pages of like of a book, like we can't agree with like. My argument to the or like an analogy for the fake news thing is like, okay, no, we're on two different books. We can't even get on the two. We can't even get on different pages of a one book. We're on two separate books. And that I don't know how to reconcile that. Um, I I don't. Yeah, it it is. And that's that's the whole. And I suppose that's the whole thing with Brexit. And I suppose, like, even this week, as, as this. But when this podcast goes out, there's yeah, a chance yeah. we'll be living in a completely different landscape because exactly. who knows? You, the, yeah. U, the UK court are, you know, Root, about yeah. to rule on the whole Perogan apparel. Yeah, Perogan, yeah. by the way, also, is a word that yeah. nobody had heard of until about three weeks I, ago. I even had to Google it. Not I even. Again, it's my job. Again, <laughs> I say the way the way I even. Like, not as in, like, I even. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, if I had to, no, again. Judgment starts from within. But I was like, what What on earth is Perogan? Okay, can we not just also just say suspend? Like, exactly. why? That's yeah, what exactly. It is. Yeah. Like, That's why what can't, is. like, we, first of all, A, we had to Google who was the time. Second of all, why can't we then just say suspend? Because people think, you know, I don't know if you remember that moment also when that guy, that I think it was a Labour, oh God, the Labour actor's trending yesterday, but like, I don't, so I'm not saying it that way, but a Labour MP ran and grabbed the mace. And yeah. I, I was like, what is a mace? Like, what, like, Googling, what is a mace? And like, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Like, and he was, everyone's like, oh, shocked and horrified. You know, this, it's again, it really ties back to this thing of, you know, what I was saying about, you know, my mother being like, I'm just going to say it. What is the backstop? It, like, yeah. using word like prorogue, read the room, like media, just say suspend, stop, yeah. halt it. Yeah. Google cinnamons for like, you know, Prorogue. It start. It silences people again. And this is such a, you know. And and people say, well, it's on them to speak up. No, I'm sorry, but people have busy lives. Like I watch yeah. my parent. Like I watch my parents work like day and like um my my siblings work day. Like they don't have time googling prorogue. Like okay, maybe yes, everyone has time to like Google prorogue. So <laughs> caveat to that. But like, do they want to? No. Do they should they have to? No. Just. You suspend. I think it's, yeah, it's, the, it's the reason why I get heat about that is like it, it very reflective of this. Oh, I, again, the demigods. Like we yeah, are what we are. Yeah. I always find it amusing that it's it's called the House of Commons, yet the language is extremely elite. Like. Yeah, um, it is, and, and yeah. Yeah, and I just think that w- with this, and again, look, if the UK court decides that 
Bordas has uh, broken a couple of rules and he Just did lie to, to, to Liz and one thing yeah. and the other, then, then the ball is back in the air and we don't know really what's going to happen, do we? Yeah, like, but what's, what? What's, what scares me because of the normalisation process and particularly... You know, and I hate that I'm this person. I'm really, I don't, after Trump won the election, I don't really have, and all the stuff that has come out regarding Cambridge Analytica, which, you know, we work a lot about in our, in yeah. our university here, like, um, and I don't know if anyone's seen The Great Hack on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah so Peter, like, one of the main guys uh, in that, like, I know well from work, like, the main guy who who was, like, give me my data back and so like after you know after seeing all this I just think anything can be normalized and written away to put in separate worlds so I just I hate that I'm not optimistic or I'm like if a court ruling happens like we've won like no like we've seen you know, after, you know, remember the tapes, those tapes came out pre-Trump, like a few days before Trump uh, oh, got elected. The, yeah, the tapes, the, I yeah, will not the repeat them. Boy, yeah, 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 yeah. Insert comments there. And then he won. Like, and then after when, when, when Johnson, get off me, get out of my flash, like when the debate was over, whether the callers were Remainers, not like get off me, get out of my flash. Um, and... Then also, yeah, jump in. We've seen that uh, as we're recording today, yeah. where a man approached Boris Johnson in a hospital to, oh, to yeah, have a yeah. bit of a rant about him. Yeah. And and Boris Johnson's instant reaction is to say, "There's no press here." Like why? Why he did a sneaky like look? Like like I don't yeah. even watch The Office, but like such the gym look to the camera. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah, I was like, we all see you read the room. <laughs> like, but 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 in terms of the the normalization of things, okay, um, the 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 stuff that people are shocked by are completely different as well. So I that know. example that Danny gives, yeah. like that man was going on a rant about his his sick child yeah. who was just yeah. being born. Right, yeah. and that to me is the main story. Yeah, exactly. But then, then the new story is like, oh no, but he's a labour activist. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah that's, exactly I, the that's point, not yeah. the story. You cares? Yeah, I literally, and I will actually get my phone. I literally, like, as, as, as if I said that again, my dad, she would say, "What have I raised?" Like, oh no, my dad is not impressed with not. John Conjure man, my dad, and he's like, he's always disgusted if I say any statement like that. He's like, this is so concerning. Um, but I, I said. Or the God, I tweet a lot. Um, so said, um, um, I said a serious suggestion. If you use the word labor activist instead of father of a sick child, I think it would be best to sit with those thoughts for a moment or two and really think why you would use them, why you would choose them. No public answers needed. Just sit with it. Like yeah. exactly yeah. what you're saying. And I tweeted you of that. Yeah. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm myself there. Thanks. I beat you a lot. <laughs> oh, well, but the games begin. Like, I'll be like, oh, retweeted you. Like, 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 you won't be retweeting, Marla. We just tweet you won't be retweeting my propaganda. <laughs> They're like, well, this is taking a weird They were like, this is taking a weird turn. They're like, no, it's taking the turn that was meant all along. This was that the plan the all along. Oh, That's plot it. twist. Graham's only, he's only short of being sent to New York on a fundraising trip this lad. I'm telling you. <laughs> But the other thing, Jennifer, is that you know the normalization of things. Yeah. Stuff that annoys me 
Uh, in terms of Sean Spicer's term in the White House, and then then he resigned or he was sacked or whatever. And yeah. then next minute, you have him on in RT. That's what I was listening to today on your podcast. That's, yeah. yeah, that's what we were talking about before. Yeah, that's, that's, you yeah. Have, yeah. And then now he's on Dancing with the Stars in America. And you're kind of like, yeah. right, there's uproar for comments he said, but now you're actually just normalizing him because now you're turning, in the, turning him into a celebrity. And he's on that Dancing but, with the Stars. And, and then that you started, have, by the way. I, I love the way I like I don't saying. ever I've ever watched it, but I was like when I saw him, I was like I at least have to see the first dance. Yeah, I just hope they bring it like a, do a bunny themed because remember he was like that's my only hope that they do like some kind of Easter bunny just to like absolutely mock him, but like the producer side like that. But what's even worse now, we're, we're even more worse is that one of his. Uh, colleagues so to speak in the celebrity yeah. world and that's with the stars is uh one of the guys from uh queer eye and you're kind of going and he's saying what? oh yeah sean spice, sean spice is actually a nice guy but i'm kind of like oh stop the world i want to get yeah. off you have a gay man saying Let- sean spicer's a nice guy like no again you can't like re- i'm sorry we can't just forget that you help the most aw- one of the most awful rulers in the world yeah oh sorry yeah that was just a bad patch in your life like i was going through some things no there's going through things and then there's like actively helping one of the worst leaders in the world in the world to be fair though to be fair the one thing i will say is there is brilliant entertainment value in sean spicer oh he is everything yeah like that's why i have great poems and there's great moves the only people that can allow the normalization is i also did like a oh well academic articles literally i i say this and i don't sorry for the academic listening but I'm not a fan as says the academics but like on average seven people read them and like as my mother said oh yeah I didn't even read your dissertation thank you that's lovely mother like yeah so academic articles are yeah not the they're needed for jobs but they're not they're not uh, the most popular but I did one on political comedy um after so SNL like they're the like I think personally they did it so well it wasn't a normalization like clearly there's a there's a bias there right like uh, but i was like it's in my favor so yay i'm laughing so um uh but they it was more of a holding a mirror up to society like all that type of stuff is like no now we're getting into like weird territory like political comedy can have such a powerful way of like just getting also people to like laugh at something but also just release their emotion because it gets like gets your mental health and mm. yeah everything like that so yeah when yeah, done well yeah. but celebrate like dancing with the stars like like or yeah like it's the stars for is that is that, is that what it's called yeah, 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 yeah. like you're not a star like you're not a star first of all yeah yeah i, I definitely <laughs> think the political comedy thing like there's a there's a difference between kind of you know laughing at mario rosenstock doing yeah. a leo for skit than laughing at a bloke who has arguably aided and abetted yeah. a criminal yeah in, in, in a massive global sense like, yeah stood mad. by his side when he pulled out of like impactful and hard-fought global international treaties yeah you know and like you know most likely well again the great hack says it all but like regarding the election interference you know committed mm-hmm. quite a number of crimes and we've heard on tape all that alone if that was normalized i was like well we're done like take the other candidate out of it like you don't even have to talk about like Hillary Clinton we're done if someone can say that 
and then be elected a few days later like what else do you expect so you know you're saying like in a week we could be discussing yeah who knows you know yeah. who knows uh, uh, what we could be discussing that's about the time this podcast goes out it's probably going to be out of date so uh, yeah so sorry, sorry about that guys <laughs> look we yeah. try we really did our best where do you think we are now with, with brexit and what, what what do you what do you see happening or can you even uh, like obviously we're just after saying there we can't predict what's going yeah, to happen yeah. like today but in a real way but, try and predict. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the way the way uh johnson's behaving and stuff like that what what where are we at and how do we get there and and where are we going? So, uh, well, there are like three PhD topics you just gave me there. Got about five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Three days later, they're like, please let us go. The two of you are like, please make her stop the date her. Um, so, I, I, as I said, it's my job to know this. And I will fully say I have absolutely no affirmative like or like conclusive answer to give you other than the fact that Johnson has made a career he's an enigma Mm. unlike Theresa May like he has made a career out of knowing what to say when to say it who to say it to and in what room to say it in he has swung on every vote and every policy stance so he's not someone that we can predict with clearly not So I'd hate the phrase that anything could happen. However, what I think what we can predict with him is his obsession with power. Anything that's going to cause him to lose power, he's not going to do that. But I ultimately think he really, truly believes he's in the he's him and his like diminishing cohort of like whatever, if we can call them the government, but like the government truly are in the mind of the empire stating you know what you know we can do this without any consequence because look historically they could and these people have like been brought up in generations of hearing this like they are of a legacy of hearing that like we can do this so i truly believe that he thinks that we're gonna get and i hate the phrase who will blink first or the game of chicken i'm like when it comes to the backstop i'm like okay, this is actually about people's lives. This is about, like, peace on our island. It's not like, ooh, who will blink for... I despise the phrase. But this boils back to what you were saying about them. Like, you peel back that curtain and it's guys playing angry boards. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? That blink first thing doesn't really... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And and he, if he's operating under, which I, that's my only, and I've been viewing this from this this kind of insight, and like, well, Vincent O'Toole has written the most phenomenal articles, like you know, like along this along the same vein. But if he's operating under that in, um, under that kind of um, umbrella, so to speak, he thinks that come October thirtieth or you know twenty ninth, the EU will say, you know what, backstop is out, Ireland. Because no one wins in a no, no deal, but you know, having having worked for the EU and 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 having you know lectured on it, and if you know if anyone engages with me on Twitter, they'll see that I've a like a lot of critique about the EU in so many ways. This is what problem again with social media. You come out quite extreme, but I have never seen the EU speak as consistently, as unwaveringly, and and as a, so in such a singular voice on any issue at any time like over the last 10 years as i have regarding 
no backstop, no deal, and the and the withdrawal agreement is not going to be renegotiated. And again, I could critique the EU a lot. It's not I'm I'm like I I want to be in it, but you can still critique and be you can hold two points of view at once. Like that's not a massive yeah. thing. But I regarding that, that's one like I've never seen them. So I've no. And why also why would they sell out a country that's staying there, help going to shape it for a country that's bashed it for the last three years yeah but th- th- that's the thing though as well jennifer what w- what's your perception on uh what happened in terms of the vote it seems like i don't know how we got there but it seems like the working class of england uh decided to trust millionaire elitists in the conservative party and i don't understand that yeah, so, well, there's also, like, proof, like, I say this because, obviously, like, I worked on it, there's also proof in, like, election interference um, with Cambridge Analytica and, like, yeah, the, that aspect of social media is so, so strong um, that, and it, again, it creates this extremist camp. So, like, I would be, like, considered an extreme remainer, but, like, if you literally engaged, if you literally, I'm sorry, dad, uh, if you engage, I mean, like, like if you engage with me on it, I'd be like, no, like the X, Y, and Z is, is I have an issue with the EU. You know, you can reform it and work towards better progress while being in it. But so you have election interference though, but it's not, it, it's working class. Yes. But a lot of a huge amount of the elite must remember voted to leave. Mm. because they were not going to be affected by it like and, well, and, and, and a lot of them stood to gain financially because they had backed they had shorted stocks they like had and dyson you know remember dyson yeah. was like leave 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 and then he's like and by leave i meant i am also leaving like yeah yeah, yeah. like okay then just shimmy off they, so they don't they don't won't have any implications so it there was a lot of interference, fake information, which should not be have been allowed, given. And again, as it ties to the point of people don't have the time to be like, well, as I said, they do have the time to be Googling Perogue, but like who wants to? But people don't have the time to be saying, is every fact here correct? Like, no, you should be able to trust your politicians to that at least small level, that they're not going to, not giving you fake information. Um, but so many elites and the, also the age age issue was a huge, if you look at how the, the breakdown of it, now this is going to sound very morbid because it is, but they said if it was held now because the highest percentage of older people were, were leave voters, they're like, unfortunately, because of the death rate, that sounds morbid because it is. But if it was held now, they a lot of those voters wouldn't be alive. That is very morbid. I don't know if I yeah. put that in, but age factor was like was a scenario and that means also though you know i'm not going to be affected like to to yes you are going to be affected to some extent but not the extent to which you know a lot of people who need to like travel for work or trying to make their way up in the career or pay off their college loans or whatever or whatever it is you know or take advantage of what the eu like has given us they weren't allowed vote or you know or so it's not wasn't just the working class so to speak it was yeah a lot like i'd say a lot of people who were not going to be affected by it and you can call that elite in many different ways you know when when you made the point about kind of the the, the cambridge analytica stuff and you know things but 
bending of the truth to put it in a polite way. Yeah. Um, Diplomatic, but, if you will. But, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that whole thing is is another example of how they've managed to do that. And this whole thing of um, appealing to people through through social media and through yeah. Google searches. Yeah. So up until the recent Tory leadership uh, race, if you Googled Boris Johnson bus, you got the whole thing of Boris yeah. Johnson lying about the NHS money yeah. all over the side of the bus and, yeah. and all that. Now, if you Google Boris Johnson bus, you get that Boris Johnson buffoonery video where he talks about making models of buses out of uh, wine crates. Yeah, which, really which was fun. like really, yeah. which is like three minutes of gold. But at the same time, there's no way that was an accident. There's that's no a really way. good point. I didn't even know that. Like, yeah, like, that. like as I as I literally it's... like take a pen. I'm no joke. Google, like, uh, yeah. But yeah. it's I actually am. If you don't mind, like taking notes. Like, yeah, no, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll um, pop into your lecture. And yeah, just, uh, yeah. Like, 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 sorry, cite. Like. Um, I noticed you didn't yeah. cite me there. Thanks. Okay, yeah. Cheers, thank thanks, you. Yeah. yeah. Bye. That's it. Like, have a nice class, guys. <laughs> I'm out. Peace yeah, out. Yeah. I just yeah. flew over just to like uh cite me yeah thank you just i will um but but uh, yeah again i that i don't think that's the coincidence either these tech companies like another another aspect that like i work on like quite a lot is you know like you know for example um which is is horrific the new zealand uh attack most attacks on in new zealand yeah so so i had a a podcast with with bbc and it was entitled like hear no evil see no evil share no evil Uh, because it was shared on like facebook live yeah Yeah. um and it was myself and the danish um ambassador to silicon valley so the uh, the Denmark is the first white, like, well, I find it fascinating. I'm like, I don't know why that, what that says about me. But anyway, like, I, um, Denmark is the first country in the world, and France has now followed suit. But Denmark has made an ambassador to Silicon Valley, not like California, not yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like a West Coast state, not just a press section of, like, we have a brilliant, um, you know, uh, uh, representatives over on the West Coast in Ireland. And we have brilliant press offices you know great Ireland great great relations with Silicon Valley but this is to Silicon Valley and never in the history of modern like modern diplomacy and when I say modern diplomacy in academia it's 1500s like Valley, like wild times so but well I kind of those were the days but anyway so it's a side note but this is the first time anyway it's been uh, there has been a full embassy his name's Ambassador Klein to Silicon Valley. And if that doesn't show you, and again, France following suit, that, and rightly so, kind of have to some stage recognize that these companies are so big that they have the GDP, like they have, which like, and, and all the economic and political resources higher than like so many other countries. They're like mid in a range of, uh, I do. I won't. I won't. I don't have the, the stats in front of me. But they're anyway. They're as powerful. If they can influence like presidential elections, if they can influence, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they, you know. But but anyway, all, all to say that these are huge companies that now nation states are really taking seriously to the point where they're actually putting embassies on the ground, and I think that's. Correct. Now, I don't know how to like really reconcile with the fact of you can any tech company can just come back and say, well, 
you know, I'm not a diplomatic mission. Like, I don't live under, like, yes, I can't break the law, but also the algorithms and, like, the algorithms with Facebook change twice a week. How on earth can you, can you can create a law or something to keep up with that? The algorithm changes twice a week. Technology is changing at the speed of light, excusing all these puns, but you know, the GDPR. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I know, like, like collective grown, like, in, again, like in the office. Oh, oh I thought we were going to talk okay. about fun stuff like Brexit. Yeah, and yeah GDPR. GDPR. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, fun. And now on to GDPR, lesson one. Like, everyone's like, again, and we're tuning out. It's like, no, seriously, there's a point coming. Um, But with GDPR, like, I was in a negotiation for like the start of that. That took years, years. That's that's how like negotiations take. And if you can imagine the algorithms change twice a week, like how can you, I say the GDPR thing is going to become pretty irrelevant soon Yeah. because everything will have changed. So, you know, more focus has to be on the companies, but they also have the thing of like, well, we're a private company, but then it goes to the whole thing of, where does your moral compass stand? And that is a different podcast in itself. But still, like, you know what I mean? Like, how how do you reconcile all these long, like, three years of negotiations, for example, that's how long negotiations take. And then these tech companies that are changing at the speed of light and algorithms that are, like, clearly being used to inform, influence, or, like, frame your mind in, yeah. in, in a way like that. Well, that's worrying when, them, when, them, when, when algorithms are changing at that speed, yeah. and then you look at a situation like Brexit, yeah. And like the constitutional crisis they're facing. Yeah. And that constitution is kind of changing, going back as far as the fucking Magna Carta, for God's yeah, sake. Like they, look how hard it is. Like, yeah. It's impossible to keep up. They can't and possibly keep, get anywhere near exa- it. Yeah, exactly. And so that's where I was like, the, the morality of the companies. But like, as I said, that's a diff- different po- like podcast altogether. Yeah. And you would want to think again, the way you think about politicians, that even if you don't, read every leaflet that comes through your door which like i'm sorry who even says the lecture who does yeah. who does you still kind of have this base level or a thought that like your 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 politicians are there to represent you and the good and the good now we're like you look we've been we've i think history has proven us wrong again and again and again i'm not just talking like just big events we're shown on a daily basis that that's not true but there's like again a spectrum there's like yeah. not sticking to your word and then there's becoming like an absolute psycho of a prime minister or you know or president um but it really like we need to and i think people are thankfully like and as i said i research a lot on this we're getting faster at catching up with it because Mm. you know when i handed when i put in my proposal for the phd it was on digital diplomacy then after a full year i've written like fifteen thousand words on election interference and I, I and there's three different kind of like speaking exams you have to do over the years and the first one i was told that um an election online on twitter would never happen i was like well 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 and it was i it was my same examiner the la- my for my final exam she was like i first like to apologize <laughs> I was like, consider this my olive branch, like me walking in. I did not say that, obviously. I was like, oh, no, of course. But it, like, again, in her defense, there's no way, like, it only came out three years ago. I would never have been able to even research it. But, like, even this, and I would, they'll not, like, this phenomenal academic was saying that would never happen. No one would be able to interfere online. Um, but think that's how fast things are moving. 
to the point where, like, as I said, in the fourth year of the PhD, Trump came along. He was a walking, breathing pieces. Like, because my PhD was on political crises, he was tweeting North Korea the day beforehand. This was when he, when he was not best buds with him. Yeah, yeah. And we were all like, okay, like we're, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. And we were all like, we were like, oh, we're all going to die. And in, in the family <laughs> WhatsApp group, my, my uh, dad texted me. He was like, look, I know we could all be dead in 24 hours. So... We just really don't need him to keep tweeting for 12 hours. And you've got this. You've got this. Mm-hmm. Like, you are sorted. Like, and then we can go back to stop tweeting. Like, but 12 hours and just keep proving. Like, he was just proving every single aspect of the thesis. Yeah. And then you, but that's how fast that was in four years. Like, we've gone from even election interference not being a thing to them knowing they interfered to you no know, people saying digital diplomacy wasn't a thing to it. Like, so we're getting better at, like, or else I'm just getting louder. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bit of column A, bit of column B. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll we'll take the we're getting better because I think uh, I think yeah, yeah. we could do with kind of a little bit of hope out of it. Yeah, we know. Um, we oh God, I wouldn't be here without my colleagues. Like they're they're, they're <laughs> as I said, the great hack. Like that Peter. Like they're brilliant. Like Actually, yeah. Yeah. If, if yeah. anybody hasn't watched that on Netflix, it's well worth a watch. It's, it's oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah, terrify and educate in equal manner. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, Jenna, you have been more than generous uh, with your time for oh, us. So, so thanks, thanks me, so much for having me on. We, we ran thanks, about three miles over what we said we'd do with you. So thanks, Mel. Oh, no, um, as I said, I could have like gone off for ages. State me. If anybody wants to, and they're not already uh, following your antics on Twitter, it's at Oxford. Oh, yeah. My, and again, judgment starts from within. <laughs> for this, judgment starts from within. I yeah, pray away. We, we, yeah. We have a general rule when we ask, when we give people, like, when we say, like, look, give them a follow on Twitter or whatever. We have a general rule of just don't be a dick, lads. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, if, yeah. Like, Twitter is like not it, Twitter's like it is mandatory. What it is. Yeah, yeah. No. I was like, I am that person. So, like, yeah. I was like, because I had, as I said, I didn't really use it during the PhD. And so I did, did that, but it was really just to collect the information. Mm-hmm. And then there are people like, oh, you know, you can change it. And I'm like, actually, like, and I changed my... Because it used to just be oxidative, but as a thing, I was like to my name. Yeah. Uh, that was probably a good idea. But I was like, no, I'm keeping the other ones. And everyone's like, how pretentious. I'm like, yeah, it is a bit, but it is what it is. Like, like yeah, so, judgment starts from within. Yeah, but so. my favorite tweet ever was by political philosopher and yeah, and he said, I'm smart enough to know that I am dumb. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I am like, like yeah, I was like, so if, like, that is like, again, I'm smart enough to know that I am done. So, yeah. Like, on that note, like, like. <laughs> Meryl, take a leaf yeah, out yeah, of that book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Dr. Jennifer Cassidy, thank you again for joining us. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thanks so much. Great thank talking you. to you, Jennifer. Thank yeah. you. Man, that, that took some torns. <laughs> I feel like I've I feel like I've come out of it with more knowledge in my brain, but I also feel like my head is spinning because of just the sheer magnitude of some of the stuff. But uh, like, like what you said about the House of Commons, there, I, I I liked your line there where you said the House of Commons. But what did you say that there's, there's the House so of many... Commons? But but all they did was talk in elitist language, that kind of thing. Yeah. I can't remember yeah, what like, exactly said, but some along those lines, I enjoyed that one. Well done. Thanks very much, Graham. It's not often you or I agree on political stuff, but for some reason on this episode, we had a brief a brief aligning of the planets. <laughs> for once. <laughs> um, that was to, that it's such an interesting life, hasn't she? Uh, yeah, and that's the downside of only having an hour with somebody is that you like things can 
like I say the downside, it's much better than a seven minute interview on radio. Um, but you can only cover so much. So sometimes things seem like rushed or seem a little bit out of context in terms of why you're given that point. But it's it's to paint the picture, and that's what we try to do in a long form interview is paint the picture. Um, and like if if you follow uh Dr. Cassidy on Twitter, you'll get uh, much more of the flavour of kind of the stuff that she was trying to talk about today. We probably didn't do it justice in terms of questions because we just get carried away with tangents and go off anywhere. But uh, look, right. she she's she's an interesting cat. I'll give her that. Bad, though, isn't it? From from violin player to the UN Assembly to Oxford. There you go. Look at that man. Bad. To what's the story podcast? To what's the story podcast? Her exactly. her most favorite interview. This is it. like everybody when they're finished with this podcast. All they want to do is be like, oh, can I talk to those guys forever?" Yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. Uh, but anyway that's it for WTS 191 we will be back again with another podcast very soon but until then if you want to listen to previous episodes of this wonderful audio presentation Graham where can they go they can go they can search WTS podcast provider Spodbean oh hang on what, what, where, where is your mic it's like it's caught in something and every so often it just goes whoosh, whoosh. That, that that's what happened um I'll, I'll start again because I, I got my, my earpiece fell out. Um, you can get us by searching WTS Pod on any podcast provider. We uh, include Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere and anywhere you get a podcast. Go to our website, WTSPod.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at WTSPod. He's at Danjo Murray. I'm at Merrigan Mania. This has been WTS Pod 191. And until next week. Heroes. All hearts can't lose. Too sweet. Come on, Lovers. Stop that. Stop that propaganda right now.